0: I broke up with my ex-girl. Here's a number. Mm. Psych, That's the wrong number! Oh! Hey, let's
1: calm, it down. Let's calm it down. How does that make you feel? What? Spit
0: that. Sweet Dollar Tea from McDonald's. Yep. I drink that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that. Super hot fire. I spit that. Two and Ooh. a half men. I watched
1: that. He did it. So hilarious though. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hey, it's
0: I'm, an I'm not a rapper. Alright, check me out. <clears throat> Glasses, jacket, shirt. Call me Glass Jack and Shirt Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll call him that. Mm-hmm. I'll call me Super Hot Boy. Hundred Degrees Leather Jacket. Cause I'm super hot, boy.
1: Oh.
0: I'm not a rapper. Super hot. I'm not a rapper. not. Alright, alright. Check me out. Check me out. Hey, kill it off for me. Let's end this. I'm about to end this man's whole career. What career? But I'm not a rapper. What career? Look. You got a point right Boom, Ooh. Ooh. bam, oh. bop, oh. bada bop, boom, pow. Oh! Oh!
2: What's up? How's it
3: going? It's honestly, it is going
2: pretty good. I mean, it's going, yeah. I it's going all right for me. I'm off, I'm kind of off the iron monk train a little bit. Uh, Oh, True, I had a couple voodoos on Sunday. I see. We've got, I'm having one right now. We got a voodoo Ranger. Hey, hit me up, uh, New Belgium. What's good? Let me get a sponsorship.
3: Yo, I'm all about that fat tire. Fat tire tire is... is good.
2: I've just. I, I think I became a voodoo boy through memes because there was just some dumb Twitter poster who just always <laughs> post about him being drunk off voodoo. Hey, dude! And at it least just like, because I'm not an IPA guy, right? But like, this one is all right. It doesn't make my face swell and itch like most of them do.
3: Well, at least you're not a liquid death guy.
2: Well, you know, I'm not. I don't. Like, I don't have capri pants. Yes, uh, I do have the glasses that a liquid death guy would have for sure. Yeah? Definitely. About pit wipers? Yeah. D- no, like the, the the fucking... Oh, the David Koresh yeah, glasses. Yeah, you know, the okay. kind of hipstery David Koresh glasses. But, you know, I just don't think I can bring myself to drink canned water unless it's like you know a polar seltzer. no
3: and i mean honestly like bravo on like the peak capitalism marketing yeah you know like For they sure. have they have a fucking skull on a sell tall boy you. and they filled it with water they called it death we will sell you anything baby bro and seeing all like the
2: hardcore kids and with like I stretched had lobes i had like, one and i admit it wasn't bad yeah because water isn't bad well <laughs> like, I, had, I had their sparkling so it was a seltzer are they sparkling? They have one that's a seltzer.
3: Okay, well, uh, I don't, I don't know
2: it. if the original ones are or not, but I, the one I had was like some kind of like green tea or something or other sparkling seltzer. That shit yeah. was pretty fucking good. Not gonna lie, give that a ten out of ten. Good share, very good share. Good share. You have good shares. I do. I have you a have couple a good, good share?
3: shares. Can we can we share a little bit?
2: Let's exchange shares.
3: All right. So <laughs> give me a good uh, share. First share, uh, Slamedaus. Correct. Remember uh, our boy? Yes. He was shouts on, out to Deus. He was on the Slam and Bob's he episode. Owned
2: me.
1: Fucking socialized healthcare.
3: Yeah, he's he's uh, an amazing musician, producer, prolific, you know, accomplished designer yeah. guy. All all kinds of whatever. Good but, dude,
2: um, funny dude.
3: He finally released Slamphony number one
2: like symphony like
3: i Slamfony. just love that like That's every good, yeah it's yeah. just so over the top with it.
2: it yeah it's it's like leaning into it real hard oh of course i like, appreciate that for sure but self-awareness uh, is key
3: slamphony number one by Slamadeus came out and dude it is so sick i mean i'll admit <laughs> i uh i heard it all pre-release because you know got the just,
2: exclusive cut, i'm cool dude. i'm cool like that got the exclusive cut
3: but no go check it out it's on spotify and youtube and everything yeah uh, run his
2: plays up give him some ratings
3: and honestly dude like it's it's objectively good and he's i am I'm gonna
2: have to give people while I'm working out. what actually. we talked about that's probably about great it, workout music.
3: And what we talked about, he's actually a one man band with this project. This is all him. The down to the art, the lyrics, production, the, title, the whole shit. Yo, yeah. uh, the drums, straight the guitar, beast
2: mode, straight beast fucking mode.
3: Yeah. So this is if you're into like one man band. If you're into like you know really appreciating someone's technical prowess oh, while also being like, damn, like this is good art. This is good tunes. Give it a fucking listen. It's cool. Yeah. It's super cool. I just love, though. <laughs> real quick, I love that he spent so much time on like writing like libertarian anarchist really incorporating lyrics, incorporating it in, dude. Oh, I mean, he he has like lyrics and passages. That's ripped. called
2: praxis
3: any i mean <laughs> lyrics ripped straight from Rothbard
2: yeah yeah no that's i mean that's pretty based
3: but i love that it's slam music and it's just <laughs> yeah. it's great
2: cuz like when he said the lyrics. i was reading i was reading along and i was like yeah i could hear it like you know right like, when you're I, reading I it i just have this disconnect when i listen to metal music like when i was younger where like i just enjoyed it and i didn't could never tell what the lyrics but were but how much like, of that ever? so
3: you <laughs> like, just said though it's like yeah when you're reading along you can like read your it, brain you can tell what it is your yeah. brain kind of figures it out how much of that though is just like green needle? Like you remember that video? Oh, what was it? It's like I don't some. Think so. It's some toy that says like whatever you read or think in your mind. That's what it says. It's like the Yanny Laurel oh, thing. Oh
2: yeah yeah yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So how much of it is our boy it's like your perception. just
3: perception? Yeah, but how much of it is just our boy making fart noises and then yeah. just saying like He's no like, that's no oh, this
2: is what the lyrics. This are. is Rothbard guys. Yeah, this
3: like is Rothbard. this is. <laughs> <laughs> 1776.
2: <laughs> Welcome, it's again. <laughs>
3: oh, my God. Yo, that's Jones Core. Alex Jones Prison Planet. I uh,
2: think we might have found a band we need to make.
3: Yo, oh, no, that's already
2: been done, hasn't that's it? That's been done. That's been done. That's way done.
3: Nah, but fuck, fuck them. Don't listen to them. Go listen to Slama Deus. But that's that's my... Hey, good share. That was my share.
2: Great share. Fantastic that's, share. Okay. Now, totally. do you
3: have anything else to share?
2: Uh, f- Other than just staying busy in the gym, man. Any PRs? Um... I haven't hit, I mean, I hit 315 last week, I think I talked about that, but this week I tried to pull like 290 and gave myself what is called an exertion headache. (laughs) Hey guys, hot tip at home, don't get one of those, they fucking suck. (laughs) Like, I just put too much pressure in my like neck and head when I pulled, and it, my brain went, (laughs) ah, like real bad, and it just, it felt like I had a consistent, like, you know the hangover headache where it's like in the side of your head? It felt like I had that for a day and a half. They can last, like, up to 48 hours. Yeah, it's no bueno. It was not fun. Bad sleep, all around bad. Performance has been lacking since then. Not a great thing to do to yourself.
3: Hey, but you know what? Good share. Yeah, yeah. Good share. We're
2: recovered. I've recovered. We're going to do better this week. Um, but, yeah, man. I really uh,
3: I do actually have one more share. It you was actually share? the highlight of my week. Let's go. The, the absolute highlight of my week last week was... Uh, Bay was out on a girls' weekend, so it was just you know me. No, and uh, Lewis no, Heil
2: Hitlering and, black guys this time. <laughs> None I, of that.
3: I don't know what she ran into, but <laughs> we um, yeah. So she was gone. Had the house myself. I was chilling. I'm like tight. I can get day drunk. So let's go. Yeah, I got a few bls boys, in me.
2: It's nefarious boys time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Full gesture mode, Up right? To no good. <laughs> Actually, no. I, I'm pretty sure this was the night I went out uh, fishing. And came back mad late, and it was super late and I'm looking at my phone I'm getting ready to go to sleep, and then I get a notification that Peter Kane dog training is going live
2: <laughs> usually a good usually usually something you want to get it on
3: well so Peter Kane we talked about him a lot in some of the earlier episodes, but he's the bigfoot guy he's yeah. the he's the bigfoot YouTube guy and uh so I follow him on Instagram, and I, I'm not a big social media guy, and I never watch lives. I think lives—they—they're
2: weird. It's weird. They're weird as shit.
3: I mean, I still don't even understand like, like video games. Like the social media
2: persona, and then when you just get like them where they're just talking and being like, like the way they act, the way you act online and present yourself online, I think is very different from how you like actually are. Oh, for sure. And so when you get a guy, you get some quote unquote. Well-known or famous person in alive, it's
3: yeah. fucking awkward. Well, what was great? They're just is doing that, normal stuff. Well, he was just being his normal schizo self. Sure, and he was like crafting out in the barn. He has like a barn where he just does weird shit.
2: Yeah, he like make he makes props and shit, right? So, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So
3: regardless, the point being, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna roll the dice. I never, I never do this shit, but. I love this guy, and it's like, I want to see what the fuck he's up to right now. You want to dip
2: your toes into the little online interaction. I
3: might. So, I hop on, and as soon as I get on, he's in the middle of, like, just railing. Like, just ranting and fucking being his Peter Kane self. Right. And just, (sighs) whatever. But what he was saying, he was, like, talking to himself and, like, spray painting, like, guar shit. And he was just, like, talking to himself, being like people come to me all the time and they just want an easy fix. Like, they, they come to me with their dogs and, and their dogs are hyper or their dogs are this and their dogs do that and they, they want an easy fix. And, and it's like, nah, man, like, you're a dumbass. Like, you need to pay for training. like. And, and he kept going on about, like, you think the dog needs your love? Like, the dog was doing fine out in the woods for thousands of years. It doesn't need your fucking love. It needs you to, like, train it and shit. And so, like, he's in the just railing. right. And so that's when my half cock self said. Oh, I'm gonna light this fuse. <laughs> I, I let's see... just
2: insert a little, <laughs> yeah. a little chaos into the situation.
3: And it was like a half like genuine question, but also like I knew he was like in the middle of already ranting he's about
2: gonna, that. He's gonna love this. <laughs> yeah. So I
3: commented, right? I wouldn't dare hop on and like share screen or whatever. But uh, I fucking I I asked him. I said, Hey, hey, Peter. I have a 6-month-old chocolate lab. How do I stop him from jumping on new friends? Which I'll just say right now like he jumps when he gets mad excited, but it's really like not that big of a problem.
2: I mean, yeah, it really it, is. It, it's
3: it's not and like we get tons of compliments and I think we're doing good with the dog, so that is what it is. But Yeah. So I asked him that and he goes and he comes in and he, he, he's like he's spray painting some foam, a couple minutes go by and then he wanders he <laughs> yeah, he wanders back to his live because there's only like three of us watching. Yeah, You know, it's so... Damn. <laughs> he sees that and he kind of like squints and kind of reads it yes, out loud to he... himself. And then he's like, see, you motherfucker, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's like, you come on my live, and you're asking me for a simple fix, and basically, Bigfoot man just called me a dumbass for 20 minutes. Like, and I'm I'm dying laughing.
2: Yeah, you're just like, over here
3: rolling like. I'm so hard. I'm sitting alone on my couch, like with my dog. He's that's, not like, okay. <laughs> doing fine and loving me. Yeah, but this I just I lit his fuse and I set him off. Oh yeah. And what was really fun? We was do a little trolling. What was funny, well, I'm not even like, you're the troll. I, that's not even me. That's See, I think I channeled a little bit of you. I was feeling your jester energy. Yeah, yeah. I think I've been feeling your jester energy lately. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll dip my toes in. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, dude, basically, yeah, uh, Bigfoot man called me a dumbass for 20 minutes straight and was like, you motherfucker. He's like, you shouldn't even have a dog. And you, you blah, 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 and all this stuff. <laughs>
2: I'm like, bruh, That's I'm next just level. Dying, angry. laughing. He's oh, angry. He's an angry little man. He was Isn't angry.
3: He? he started going you know, off if- about dog surrender rates. He's like, people get a puppy and fifty six percent of them end up in a pound. I'm like, dude, I fucking love my dog. Yeah. Like, why are you immediately talking about surrender? <laughs> so the guy's unhinged. <laughs> I'm not gonna but get rid of my dog. <laughs> he also said some shit though. It was real sneaky, and I almost didn't catch it. But he like said it under his breath. And he was like, yeah, all these fucking idiots come here from Tosh.0. Because did you know he was on Tosh? I did not know that. See, I didn't either.
0: I, I, know, didn't I didn't either, and
3: I found that. out like maybe a month or two ago. But uh, yeah, Peter Kane was on Tosh but he was a dog training guy. They didn't do any of his Bigfoot videos. Yeah. So a- in my mind, I even commented back. He said, and I was like, "Whoa, motherfucker!" He's like, "I did. I knew about you before Tosh. Like, yeah. I've, i I know you're the Bigfoot man. You yeah. got the frog man. Yeah, you're
2: the ra- yeah. You're the raped by Bigfoot guy. <laughs> yeah, <on>. yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm an OG.
3: Like, yeah. don't you fucking put that Tosh bullshit on don't me, motherfucker. Disrespect
2: me, dude. I've been following you for a while yeah
3: i was like god damn bro it's but weak. like you said it is a it's a persona thing where like now think about it like what? here's a guy who's like did a bunch of like schizo youtube videos and then he goes on national tv on tosh.o mm-hmm. so now he thinks like oh well all my fans must be from that yeah because that was my biggest exposure Or they're not so,
2: even fans quote unquote but they're he has to keep up follow, the facade yeah, like people you just said following him and fucking with him
3: Right, so I I don't know, man. It was it was it was honestly hilarious because I never do that. I never get on lives. I don't troll. I'm always peace, love. I'm trying to spread light and understanding. But I was like half cocked, and I'm like, yo, let me light this fuse. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So that was that's my last share. (laughs) That's my last good share. Tweaking, dude. I love it. I love that. I got personally berated by Bigfoot, man.
2: Oh, dude. Uh, Yeah, I've had that happen to me a couple different times with like different fucking internet person like or just people on instagram like uh some stupid fucking rap mm. this rap well, he's not stupid he's a great rapper this guy poya he posted a picture of him pointing a gun at a camera with his finger on the trigger and all i said was bad trigger discipline and he was like what the fuck is trigger discipline i'm rich <laughs> and i was just like oh all right i'm sorry oh <laughs> you're like, an idiot though i shouldn't have uh, i shouldn't have said anything
3: but also like <laughs> If that's your genuine response, like, oh, you're a fucking moron, and I, I got, like, banned. I
2: also got banned by uh, the guy who plays Christopher Moltisanti on The Sopranos. I got blocked from oh, his page. I remember that. Yeah, that was funny as shit. Oh, uh, was
3: it Michael Imperioli? Yeah, Imperioli
2: blocked me because I said. <laughs> He posted some long, sincere post about guns, and I said it was cringe. And he got he said, really? And blocked me? I was like, no. Well,
3: cringe. Sorry.
2: This, yeah, you know. It only takes the tiniest little... Uh, oh, you mean the
3: actor that made a bunch of money off of, be- off per- of gun
2: violence? Portraying a violent gun maniac, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, and
3: now you're going to be holier than thou. Yeah, he's and- a
2: Buddhist. He's better than all of us, you know?
3: Oh, for sure. Totally, man. You are one with everything, bro. All of us yeah. are mixed up, and you got it figured out.
2: You're just so attached to the material world, you feel like you have to commentate on things like that. So, that very Buddhist of you.
3: I'm so not attached to the material world, I want someone to shoot don't me don't with a gun. I don't even
2: think it's real. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like...
3: I, I want someone to shoot me with a gun. Yeah? No. <laughs> but... <laughs> you
2: ruined my bit, but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay this is not a comedy podcast
2: i think it is <laughs> it's listed under comedy but yeah no man i mean that's the fun part about the internet is like you can just kind of fuck with people like who have status it's like the fact that anybody with a verified account ever responds to something you say is like insane because like, oh yeah i mean that's like a i don't want to call it a victory like that's like some dumb internet troll shit but it's like it kind of is in a way that you you affected this person who should not be affected by anything you say yeah To a level where they got so ass mad, they either responded or blocked you. I mean, that's the essence of trolling. Yeah, it's it's like fucking with people like that, because you can't like we as citizens are powerless, aren't we?
3: I mean, we we don't have money, we don't
2: have fame, we don't have power. But kind of the essence of trolling and why so many people partake in it is that you can fuck with people on that level. It's like when the media when there's a shooting and the media posts Sam Hyde's picture. Oh my God, some guy yeah. tweeted it you know it's just that's the point it's like that's the, it's fucked up that the only like kind of leg up we can get on these people who are in the halls of power is just fucking with them online and that's why yeah. so much nowadays is everyone you're hearing all these people saying free speech needs a rework right you know they're terrified of Elon buying Twitter and allowing it to return to whatever it was in 2009 you know that kind of shit like they're scared of that mm-hmm. cuz they don't they want to live in a world where they don't have to think about anyone below them they don't want to have to deal with you. You know, it's the analogy I always said about like with the rich people with like the castles are gone now. Mm-hmm. They're trying to reestablish the castle right now via like making the Internet a place where you can't do jack shit. You can't have any fun anymore.
3: Can't have fun. All the information you get is completely is man- censored, manicured. Filtered.
2: Yeah, manicured, filtered, precision engineered to just give you whatever they want you to get right. At the end of the day. So, it, I mean, and we're seeing that every week, you know, no matter what fresh tragedy or hell happens, we see how the information gets delivered and how it's manufactured. Bro, how, look at how know.
3: pushed out the Johnny Depp Amber Heard bullshit oh, is. Dude,
2: that is like, that is like been, that's like the bread and circus of the like current, it is. current time.
3: It is. And honestly, uh, our boy shared a story today. Go follow Anarcho Clow.
2: Anarcho Clo Company. Clothing Company. <laughs> I couldn't say I, I that. I, th- I stuttered it. Anarcho Clow. Yeah. And so
3: so follow that shit for some dank ass anarcho memes, but he posted a a, a, a reshare of a Twitter, whatever yeah. the fuck. I'm sounding yeah. like a boomer right now.
2: <laughs> but what's a Twitter?
3: <laughs> and it was basically like the gist of it was that how fucked up is it that the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, defamation trial?
2: Just a basic civil defamation trial. Just a
3: basic civil defamation has lasted longer and gained more national attention than any fucking like life sentence here. Death
2: Death sentence trials, any of that kind of stuff, dude. It's any insane. any
3: wrongful death. I mean, any all of types it. of shit. Yeah. All, how many people get innocently put away for life for shit that they didn't do because the yeah. state fucked up or the state just needed someone to pin it on. Or cops
2: were lousy at their jobs I mean, or any number of things. Any number of yeah, things. Yeah. And then you
3: look at, and and that's what blows my mind about like, you know, week after week. And that's why I'm like really starting to like hop on the jester pill train Yeah, is because like, okay, I love libertarians and I love anarchists and I yeah. love all that shit. But at the end of the day, it's all just thought experiment bullshit. You know, like, I love it, and I think it's great that you can do things in your immediate circle to be anarchist, to handle things in a libertarian way, and be principally driven. But how much of those thought experiments are like, well, if the fucking courts just work like they should, or, like, (laughs) if the cops just did their job, or, like, if crony capitalism is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, guys, you you don't understand that, like, it's so completely ass-backwards and broken. We live in a sick,
2: busted society,
3: it's not... It doesn't resemble anything. So people yeah. who cling to the Constitution... This is my favorite fucking argument, is the Constitution. Okay. Bro, fuck the... It went out the window a decade ago. All right. Or excuse me, a century okay, ago. all right. It doesn't exist anymore. Surely. And part of that... Part of that well, it's, is... It's
2: been manipulated severely. No, 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 no.
3: It's literally... This is why maritime admiralty law is important. This okay, is why yes. we talk about universal commercial code. I see what okay? you're getting at now. Because the Constitution itself... Is for sovereigns. Yeah, it's for it's for people.
2: It's for people who would declare themselves. Yeah,
3: and it's for people. And, and it's and it's a government by the people for the people. All that you know, cushy bullshit that yeah, we but hear. They in They ain't
2: playing by those rules.
3: They don't play by those they rules. They ain't playing
2: by those rules. And they yeah.
3: haven't played by those rules since the turn of the century, nineteen hundreds. Oh, and guess what? Because they pulled all this UCC fucking Admiralty law bullshit on you, yeah. that's how they extort you for money. That's how. Yeah. Okay, income tax is not a law. No, it's not. Income tax, there is no law that demands you have to pay and file income tax. It does not exist. And I will personally put up like eight bucks to any listener who can find it. Find
2: Yeah, find me the codified law. Literally find yeah, the law find that the says income law.
3: tax. And so this is the thing is we don't live in a time where like principles matter in a way because caliuga baby they don't play by those rules yeah. and they haven't so the constitution is a construct exists in libertarians and all these people's minds is like well right. if we just went back to that or if we just yeah. did that yeah. and it's like guys the bankers took over hyper normalization that were infiltrated were co-opted were owned world economic forum you all are this shit.
2: chattel slaves
3: IMF, look yeah. at your birth certificate. Yeah. You're traded as a fucking asset. You're an asset, yeah. Okay, so th- we don't play by those rules anymore. So when, when I look at, like, even... I know we don't really want to talk about it, but even the shooting that yeah. happened, it's like, oh, well, if cops just did their jobs, or, oh, if the laws just did... Oh, well, if the, if the, if the, if the... And it's like, guys, clearly it's a broke fuck thing that if we're doing If you guys have with, to
2: say if the that many times, shit ain't working right.
3: Yeah, and, and at some point, it's like the sunk cost fallacy of, like, okay, we're at this point, we're this far, like, how do we manage it from here on? Yeah. But it's, like, guys, like, it needs to be rebuilt from the ground well, up. Yeah,
2: and I also think, like, part of the bigger, bigger problem with, like, even that stuff, like, the, the you see these kind of instances of all these things where people act out and do these awful things. Um, it's a symptom of the sick fucking society that has been created in the past 30 years. You think a gun law is going to stop a sick society? No, no, it won't. No. Exactly. People people are mentally like society has been built up in such a way that it creates mental derangement at this point, even in the most normal people. People who start normal. it's it's not a kind it's we live in a strange fucked up time. Again, I I say it all the time, Kali Yuga, everyone's a piece of shit. We are all pieces of shit and we the the key to it is trying to essentially You know, manage your shittiness. Yes. And and you can get out of it by, quote unquote, saying God's name. But what is saying God's name? It's the act of how you live. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you live good and you live well, you are saying God's name at the end of the day. And this might be fucking over people's heads, whatever. That's just how I picture it. You know, but you have to kind of raise yourself to a certain moral high bar and not fall to the level of this deranged society we live in at this point. Like we, it's completely off the wall. Like morals don't matter. Like do you? You have to. Act, like it's crazy that people even go like when someone does something like this. Like how could this happen? It's like how couldn't it happen? Right at this point, how could it not? How look would, at what the look at the world you you let the elites create around us. Look at what we've become. Oh, and you voted for all you, of them. You, yeah, you, you voted it on. You clapped every fucking time. You voted blue or red or whatever the fuck it was. You did. You are playing into the sick society. You have created the sick society. And then you sit here and scream and wonder why all these things are happening. It's a symptom of the cause at the end of the fucking day. And the key is to learn how to live better. Stop fucking playing into it. Like these long ass retarded sincere posts that people make.
3: Like Michael Imperioli. They don't
2: do anything. They don't do fucking anything. That's part of the symptom of this whole greater thing. It's like that kind of like washed up imagined like sense of uh, moral high high superiority creates this deranged society we live in now. You know, because most of these people don't have those morals. The average human doesn't have these morals like some of us do, but a lot of us don't like we are corporately owned. Hundo. Hundo percent. Everything that happens in our halls of power have nothing to do with helping us in any way, like and this is why I lean towards like the concept of like and I've heard some people codify there's like economic populism. Like I don't want to have to sit here and think about like well all, you know what I'm worried about right now is how to make sure I still have enough money for gas and enough money for food because inflation's crazy right now, right? Mm-hmm. They we're being slowly pushed into a position where things are maybe get very dark and ugly soon, and. I'm very concerned about that. And the people in the halls of power all I see them doing is sending out moral platitudes and bullshit every time something like what happened yesterday happens. And I'm not saying they need to stop it. It I mean it's unfortunate these things happen, yes. But again, there's no book, law in the books that would have stopped what happened yesterday. Period. More legislation doesn't equal the an end to all tragedies. And
3: honestly, I would Again, $8 up to yeah. anyone who actually has a good argument for, like, laws stopping something like that, you know?
2: Or st- stopping anything. I mean, dude. Literally anything. There's I, laws there's a- that say stupid shit like, oh, your grass can't be so tall here in here where we live. People I'm, still let their fucking yards grow. Well, and and it's how many times? Stop anything.
3: Do you see like a you know no no loitering or don't let your dog piss on the grass? No it's like skating.
2: Blow. Like any kind of. You're shit, a sign. Going to yeah. It's, You're a
3: sign, and that's all the law mean is. Anything. That's it, all the law is. And at the laws end of the day.
2: technically don't really mean shit when someone decides they're not going to abide by them.
3: And here's 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 the flip side of that. That's a two sided coin. You're exactly right. It takes two to tango because we have a state. So what that means. Is that, yes, it starts with the guy breaking the law or, or whatever. But then there's an enforcement aspect. There's a law enforcement aspect that is the, in the form of police, right? And even when we look at what happened at the fucking school, from what I understand, the cops like. The they cops, engaged him. The cops talked to them. The, the cops said that they talked to the guy or, like, they tr- confronted him. He, but they basically just sat in their squad car the whole time and well, didn't do shit.
2: He wrecked his fucking, like, car outside of wherever he was going. Like, there was... I don't... I don't again, so, like, it's first 24 hours after it happened. Information is still where it is, so I want to disclaimer everything, you know? Sure. I don't want to say anything definite. But my grasp on the story was there was some kind of confrontation that happened between him and law enforcement. And he wrecked his vehicle. Oh, I saw pictures of a truck, like, in a culvert, concrete culvert, where it had run down, like, the tires were out sideways and shit. Yeah. Some crazy shit happened before it happened. And then I guess he got out and ran to this school, you know?
3: And just started...
2: And started going, ham. So, and the cops apparently fucking engaged him before he went inside. And I guess the cops decided they weren't going to go inside.
3: And that's my... That was what I'm getting at, is that they weren't going to go inside. And so... Here you have these people who swore an oath to the Constitution. I'm doing air quotes right now, right? Because well, we know well, that it's, quote unquote heroes, but we know that that's bullshit because they don't. Cops don't protect and serve. They exist to protect the capital they, class. They
2: exist to extort and enforce.
3: And so. With that take two to tango argument, what I'm getting at is that a law would not have stopped that deranged guy. But what would have stopped a deranged guy was a cop actually doing their job. And so here's where, like, all the Blue Lives Matter bullshit and all the, you know, support cops, like, obviously we are not bootlickers here, like, at all. But, no. you know, it's that whole if the. Well, if the cops had just done their job, if the, if the. And it's like, guys, clearly there's, again, a broken system where you have a guy running into a fucking elementary school. And cops had already engaged him, but they decided not to go in. They are the only people in that situation that could have done literally anything. Anything. Because yeah. the- no one else is allowed to. Teachers aren't packing. Kids, I mean, we're just telling kids to hide and barricade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now we have this whole, again, it's part of the, 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 the fucked system of like a law wouldn't have stopped this guy. And beyond that, we have law enforcement.
2: And they've totally fumbled the bag on this. Well, they've totally. How, how many? I mean, how many of these things have they fumbled the bag on in general? I mean, look at Vegas. Uh, yeah. Oh, they were too busy uh, escorting the Saudi prince out of the fucking uh, casinos to stop anything that was going on. You know, like it. it you you have it, it's stuff like that at the end of the day that breeds conspiracy theories. Hunda. That's the kind of shit that breeds the kind of. And I'm not—I don't want to say unhinged in a derogatory sense, but yeah, like un, like people are like, "Wow, they just kind of let this fucking happen." Well, it's it's almost like how every single one of these shooters, even the guy last week in Buffalo, FBI knew about the motherfucker before it happened. Right,
3: and so it's easy to go down these spirals, but it you know? could also be just some fuckhead pussy ass cops who just like I, for whatever reason. I don't know if they were told to stand down, if they were just being fucking pussies. Like, cause honestly, you always hear that from the blue lives matter crowd is like, Oh, well they're on edge. Cause they want to go home to their families. Yeah, too. I'm and like, and that's, that's what the about, big
2: argument I've heard is the home of the family's ideology. Okay. But what about all the
3: fucking families that just lost their fucking Yeah. What babies? about those
2: 18 families that lost their kids? Oh, so
3: you're telling me a cop's family is more important than fuck you, dude. You signed up for that shit. It's by, just like, yeah, by, it's the just nature, like by, by the just like we talked about with nature, Dan Crenshaw.
2: Yeah. By the nature of your job, you you signed up to be the one who runs towards the gunfire when the gunfire fucking happens. You know what my job
3: is? Is to unclog shitters and screw in light bulbs. Yeah,
2: my job I don't. I don't have to deal with that. My job but, is to set up, drape, and do bullshit. Like, oh, but
3: I, you guys wanted to be the fucking hero and play the fucking part and, and be the big, burly, whatever, with the badge and a gun. You're part of the biggest gang in America, and then
2: literally the only thing you're supposed to do the is, one, like the protect one, fucking kids. The one time you're supposed to hop to action... You don't hop to action properly. And you want to be the hero of some bad you know how what kind of fucking martyr you would well, and have now been you're getting media if you would actually And now you're getting airtime on the media about how brave you were.
3: It's 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 insane. It's insane. And yep. that's part of that whole thing of like go touch grass because every fucking week like you said, how many of these have they fumbled the bag before? Every week, it's a new media barrage of bullshit. Operation Mockingbird, over and over and yeah, over again. And that's, and, and that's
2: the other half of this is that how are you going to
3: detach from
2: that? Well, you know? so even even the Buffalo thing, I mean, that was on the news for three days and it was gone. You know, like, this, but that's I all anybody that. talked about for no- three days. Yeah, but I noticed that it dropped off and then this happened. You know, yeah. So it's like, and then the the shooting where the Chinese guy went and shot up the Taiwanese church, that barely got any fucking airtime, you know, because nobody cared, because I guess because it didn't fit the demographics or whatever, you know. So now, like, I mean, and this one is being, it's I I hate to sound callous, but it's being it's like emotionally exploitative, the way they're like covering it right now. It's well, it's an appeal to emotion, you Isn't know? that
3: literally the media's job? And though? I don't and like and I don't how much sound, and They sensationalize and I, for views. And I
2: need to preface that because like I don't want to sound callous about eighteen kids dying. That's fucked up. That's bad. But it's being used as a football to emotionally exploit people. They got people resharing all the like that basketball coach guy. A bunch of people have been resharing. I think his name's Kevin Murphy, and it's his little after one of the games. He's like, "Why aren't we doing something?" You know, and it's like. That fucking same dude is the guy who advocated for taking like cops out of schools,
3: right? Like, yeah, we don't need resource officers. Like,
2: and, and he was like, "This is a big like back when the Floyd riots were happening." And I saw a post today. It was like I think it was a four chan screen cap, but it, it it was pretty good. And it was talking about like, oh, it's the idea of like people will go out and riot for almost a year over one man dying to the police, then they won't riot over eighteen kids dying. They won't riot over food costs rising. They won't riot over this. Because uh, no but, one told him to riot. Exactly, and it's like another fine day ignoring the issues in America. Yeah, you know, and like that's kind of like the American. It's just again, like it's the, and I only blame it on the psyoping Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, in the way the media presents things, that like people are made to focus on certain things in certain ways. Like it's it's like an activation. It's a weird. You you see it. It's uh, I woke up at eight a, eight a m yesterday or to no excuse me today. I woke up at 5 and I checked my Instagram at 8 and the usual suspects are all posting like completely unhinged rants about this shit. And it's like, well, you weren't this crazy last week, you know, but you're this crazy today because you're being told to. Yes. And it's 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 really interesting to watch the way like kind of the social guidance almost happens, you know.
3: Yeah, and it's it's the same exact thing as posting the black square. It's exactly and how much of this comes back to current thing, like being on the team. And, 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 I, and it's and almost again, like,
2: I hate to like again. 18 kids died. I hate to kind of almost dismiss it as like, oh, they're just mad about the current thing. No, no, and it's
3: also like, but it's, it's hard, a terrible fucking thing that happened.
2: It's hard not to though with the way people react to things. You know, it's, it's the same people who've been Ukraine posting for two months now, two, three months now. Yeah. And, and they have something to say about this now. You know, it's like, dude, just, I don't know, motherfucker, go outside, go do something. Like, you, you need to stop. The biggest thing most people can do, and this is my, like, it's not a solution, but this is the biggest thing people can do. And maybe this is you at home listening to this, and you did some shit like that. Like, just disconnect for a little bit and kind of ask yourself... Why do I feel so compelled to like even get involved? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. What's what's what do you, what do you get out of like posting this long dissertation online? Cause like you're not gonna change jack shit. Personally, you're not. You need to focus on you. Like, do your thing. And, and
3: when you focus on you, you clean your yard, that's when you can start doing like kind of that local anarcho-libertarianism yeah. of like, hey, it, you know what, let yeah. me talk with my neighbors of like, hey, you know what, what's happening All in all these other states and cities and countries and all that shit, like maybe I should let that go for a minute and like see if like my neighbor has enough bread, you know, like, yeah. or maybe I should just like go somewhere and like talk to somebody new because... You know, how much of, like, even, like, experiences were told through these filters? Like, these national, like, experiences of, like, the Johnny Depp thing. It opens up this huge, you know, abuse kind of conversation, mm-hmm. right? right? And uh, I don't know, dude, that Delta 8 really hit me. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> since I, like, mid-sentence yeah, forgot I guess, what I was talking about.
1: Well,
2: I, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, it's just, like, you're being when you see these events, you're being compelled to react to them, right? And things are being presented to you in such a way that you feel compelled to react to them. And I think acknowledging them is important, yes, but I think reacting to them is unnecessary.
3: Well, spurging out,
2: Spur- that, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like oh, you can oh, re- okay, let's react say and have overreacting to them, right? Because you know?
3: it, like everyone has opinions and should have opinions, it's, and
2: it's fine to share your opinion. I don't want people to think, like, it's... I'm not saying it's cringe to have an opinion about something. Right. I have plenty of opinions about things. That's what this podcast is, is us having opinions about shit. It's you know? comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. It's and that's how we get along with everything. comedy. Everything is, comedy. <laughs> hey, man, we're
3: just we're just some NASCARs out yeah. here just doing comedy. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it's like... It's just the concept of, like, you're, these people want you to react this way, to drive a conversation in a certain direction... And at the end of the day, really the foundation of it is the concept of eroding your rights. And I'm going to segue that into, right now, in Davos, the WEF is talking about the very concept of redirecting and recalibrating what human rights are. (laughs) What? Yeah. That's what this conference is about. Is redefining human rights? I've had my finger on it, baby. I'm keeping up with it. So... They want to, the very idea of human rights, and that's what all these globalist guys push for. See, people don't realize at the end of the day, like a lot of what you're fed in the media, a lot of what you're fed socially and how it's fed to you is very much wrapped up in the concept of shifting your brain over to, and I think the current device is neoliberalism. I have I've done a little bit of research on this on my end, and I think that the shift in the world and the proponents of neoliberalism which it's ch- it's name changed to globalism at one point right that's what we're dealing with now and uh, you know and and that's such a dumb like hot button word where people are like oh globalism you're just some fucking dumb jones head but no that's what these people at the top that's what they push and what they want is an erosion of ho- human rights to the point where you're just a chattel slave where every little thing you do online every little thing you say every little action you take the things you're interested in this, like that stuff is all tied into human behavior and how they value you as a surf at the end of the day. Cause it's that's what
3: they look at us as. And worse. they're maintaining their castle.
2: Yeah. The elites yeah. are not good people. They're not like people like everyone who attends the Davos conferences are not good people. And they're Trump, bad people. Trump's there. All of them. Every, every rich person again, same analogy. The castle's gone. They want to know how to fortify the castle, but what they're doing now is they're building the castle around each of us to contain us. Personally. Because we get in the way of their little fucking agenda. Human freedom gets in the way of their agenda at the end of the day. human Being able to just determine your own destiny, do your own thing, have a farm on your own, any of that kind of stuff, that gets in the way of what they want to do. Because I mean, they,
3: people go to jail for butchering and harvesting their own meat yeah like i mean the game warden yeah. will literally take your house if you kill a turkey out of season
2: well you know what i mean and i will i will preface that with poaching is bad poaching for the sense of poaching is bad okay but
3: poaching for the sense of try I to live eat. out in the if middle you, if of you nowhere don't have
2: food, hey if you don't have food and you need to go whack a turkey out of season
3: okay but what i'm what i'm saying yeah. is that because that construct exists and is there they already have the precedent like you said they've built the castle around us and now we have these poaching laws where like now in 2022 we're sitting here saying yeah conservation all this stuff but five years from now we're going to be telling stories about how like you know we're living out in the woods and we needed to do X, Y, and Z, and a fucking game warden almost popped me because oh, we don't have any baby formula. My my wife can't pump. I we don't have anything right. in the supermarket. Well yeah, and
2: it, 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 it and,
3: and then so then the legal precedent is there though. The legal
2: pre- legal precedent almost always overrides human condition
3: and that's what they're doing at davos Yeah, yeah, is making the legal precedent to, of like
2: yeah to override the well human even like condition. you said
3: they're going to they're going to uh uh they're trying to link your social media to your credit score yeah there
2: was i saw an article about that recently actually i might just see if i can pull it up that's fucking wild but yeah um th- it's just there's so much stuff like even the wef like this week anybody who's been covering davos um our my favorite intelligent asset jack pasovic uh, uh wef What's his stupid fucking name right now? He has a, he changes his fucking name every time something happens to him. So I I, I will preface it with I think Jap Kosovic is an intelligence asset. Mm-hmm. He still is if you're if you were ever Navy intelligence, those you're are a like, lifer. Those are t- those are spooks of spooks. Yeah, that's the spook spook. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's Navy intelligence. Those guys are up to no good nine times out of ten. I think Posobiec may have been inserted into the quote-unquote MAGA movement back in 2016. Do you remember his little stunt where him and Laura Loomer ran up on stage during that Shakespeare play where they replaced, uh, I think it was Julius Caesar, and it was Trump as Julius Caesar? No. Oh, I man. I don't remember that. That was funny. That was a really funny thing. It was in Central Park, and they were putting on a play where it was Julius Caesar, but it was Trump was the main character. Okay. And they had them like do the stabbing thing, and like, and they yeah. ran up in the middle of it, and they're like... I forget what they they said. Somebody was Goebbels or some shit. It was it was ridiculous. It was like propaganda. It was them saying this is like propaganda. It was stupid as fuck. It was a stunt, and that's what forced Jack Pasovic onto the public view, mm. a large public stunt. Okay, and from there he became like one of the he's guys. A Tim Cast guy. And then he be, yeah, and now he's with Tim Cast, and he's infiltrated his way in there. Yeah. So I, I like I I don't I don't know if he's an agent of chaos or he's genuine. At the end of the day, and that's what Mm -hmm. I'll say about him. But he kind of came onto the scene through that and kind of hopped on the MAGA Grifter train. You know, he's hawking my pillow stuff, you know, that kind of shit. He pumps that promo code every time a tweet gets a couple thousand likes and shit. Mm -hmm. But he was at, he went to Davos to cover it, you know, and I'll give him credit because there's not, there's nobody goes to Davos to cover that shit. Like the stuff we get from the WEF and from Davos is released through them, usually. Mm. So, I'll give, you, I'll give him that much that it's refreshing to have somebody who's covering it from the outside and not being one of their media apparatchiks. But I think he has his own little motive, you know, at the end of the day. Sure. So he was covering it. He actually got detained. Covering
3: the World Economic Forum? Yeah,
2: they went there and they were filming. And he was just at some cafe with his buddy. Like, they were doing a podcast right there talking about it. And these WEF... Well, these police showed up at first and they surrounded them. They came up with like rifles drawn and were like, You look suspicious. Like, we're, we're, we're detaining you, which is kind of crazy. Swiss police, by the way, like, Swiss is supposed to be, the Swiss are supposed to be like this neutral nation where, like, you know, they've always, their historic neutrality, but uh, they're always the hosts of Davos. You know, Davos is in Switzerland. And um, it's, interesting to see like the local police are so on board with wef that to celebrate every year they get a special patch to wear while the wef is in town Mm. that says world economic forum police
3: so they are specific wef enforcement
2: yes and they're there for that they have whole swat teams with snipers set up in the hills watching every angle there's only like five thousand people who actually live in davos yeah and like they bring this whole like security state apparatus out for it.
3: Well, yeah, because they're all really hyper fucking... Hyper elites. It's hyper elites. But they're also really, like, explodable people. And That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. They're really explodable they're people. They're not
2: great folks, you know? They're, they're, they're not likable. They're not very likable people because they say terrible things and they want to do terrible things. They they don't think... Um, they, they've become so powerful that they think, like, the av- average human activity is a bad thing. And they want it managed on every level possible. But he got detained by them, questioned, like weapons drawn. They showed up and just surrounded him at a cafe, which I think is kind of fucking crazy at the end of the day. I mean, I I, I honestly, I give him credit for exposing that and that happening. Yeah. But I still don't. Sorry, Jack. Don't trust you, bud.
3: Well, it's also kind of like that limited hangout idea of like, hey, guys, predictive programming. Jack Posobiec is telling you there is World Economic Forum police. So then, when it happens, you're like, "Oh, well, Jopo told me, so I'll, he yeah. must be a good guy because yeah. he blew the whistle on it." Yeah. But when in reality, it's like, "Hey guys, you might want to
2: get used to seeing these." It ingratiates fuckers. him to the crowd, you know. Yes. It, 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 it solidifies him even more, and maybe is that- it's a credential. He can be like, yeah. "I was." De- he even changed his fucking like shit to like WEF detainee Poso, you know. So like it's 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 this thing that kind of ingratiates him. It almost seems like it was like an exercise.
3: It could have been another Julius yeah, Caesar. That's what I am saying. Like it was yeah. just
2: it's just a stunt.
3: And if, maybe that's the curse of our schizophrenia is that yeah. we can you
2: yeah. know we can pick yeah. apart every yeah. angle of this. Yeah, dude. I mean, so I I hate to be like that contrarian and that much of like. But uh, I mean, yeah, rest, he's so but like
3: naval intelligence man. I
2: am sorry, yeah, dude. If you have the naval intelligence moniker hanging over you, dude, I don't trust a fucking thing that comes out of you. Yeah, I just can't and you have weird insider info before it happens. I don't like any of that, you know? You
3: know what's crazy? So I have like a, a newer friend. Uh, we've been making music together for the past couple months, and it's been really cool. Uh, he's almost 10 years older than me, lived a way crazier life, you know, a lot of experience, and we have some good conversations. We've learned a lot about each other in a short amount of time, but one of the things he told me is that one of his one of his buddies, Um, His age, you know, 10 years older. Yeah. Uh, I believe he was deployed somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, I can't remember exactly if he said, like, intelligence or Green Beret or whatever shit. I don't know. He could have just been a normal fucking guy. I don't know. But he said, you know how we always talk about, like, the military having, like, technology, like, 30 to 50 years more advanced than whatever? This could be complete bullshit but my guy told me that his guy told him that when he was deployed they had hot knives basically lightsabers oh and he said they were experimenting they would give the they gave them sold the soldiers some of these weapons that they were testing out and they said it was like a silent like you could literally it was like it was like you could cut someone's head off like just dropping a hot knife in butter Oh, wow. It's, like, literal lightsaber shit. And he said, like, they would go in and just, like, literally just in the middle of the night just zip. No gunshots, no nothing. Done. No... Yeah, so, I don't know. That was one kind of, like, crazy little schizo thing, but... Yeah, dude. I mean,
2: I believe it. I mean, even if you even These if you military
3: see... guys, though, what like you said, this insider information, you always have to be wary, because it's like, yo, these motherfuckers have lightsabers. Well, because
2: they're playing chess, and we're playing fucking checkers, just trying to guess what the fuck they're doing. We are so
3: not on their level, and that's why the FBI guy who listens to our podcast, like, he's probably laughing at us all the time. I mean, because, like, we're just given limited hangout Don't after worry, limited buddy. hangout. We'll win you over. Yeah, dude. Just come be a jester with come us. Come hang
2: out. Get on the, come on the pod, dude. <laughs>
3: I don't know, dude. I, legit, uh, I think he's coming to the cookout this weekend. No, but there was, I think um, it's our boy who's coming to the cookout this weekend. Oh, yeah, weekend. he'll
2: be here, right? So, yeah. but uh, the, So, I have a little article uh, about this WEF stuff. Uh, it was one of the more shocking statements that's come out of it in the first day. Right. Uh, and it was like this Australian. Uh, there was an Australian. Um, she's either a politician or some, some kind of somebody important in Australia. And she said that, like, free speech needs a rework. Like, that's already, that already sets me off. That's already like, what are you hiding? Yeah, that's already like, because free speech is something that is ingrained in a lot of, um, I guess you could say, whatever country you're, whatever your country has, whether it's like your basic human rights, your constitution, whatever, because they want this stuff capped because they don't want you to just be able to go online and even say something as simple as like, fuck the WEF. Like, they don't want you to even do that because the idea of, the idea is to eliminate all dissent. Cuz when you eliminate the ability to even voice dissent like in China or Russia or Russia or any of these despotic places like see and that's the funniest thing is like they are so against these groups who are like quote unquote rogue states that aren't like on the that aren't in the plan. Yeah, you know? but then they just want us but to be want, just like them. They want to do that stuff. They want to do it. Yeah, too. they want to do that. <laughs> they're a they're little like, jealous. They're like these guys aren't playing ball, so like we're gonna like try and foment wars against them and that kind of stuff. But we also want to do what they're doing. But you know, under
3: the guise, like you said, it's under the guise true of true neo- human freedom and neoliberalism. Yeah.
2: And true human, quote unquote, true. Human because freedom. how
3: much of do we talk about like lefties and neoliberalism is that moral high ground? So it's like, oh, no, we're well, going to track everything that you do. Yeah. But it's for a good reason, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, no, we're not doing it because we're authoritarian dictators. We're doing it because we want to stop the next Sandy Hook. Look, and, it's your, like,
2: and your average like died in the wool, like Marxist or like socialist leftist doesn't believe in the shit that these people push yet still somehow support them you know what i'm saying yeah like at the end of the day because they don't even their psyop to the point where they think like these are the good guys right
3: because it's that that moral high ground of like yes we need to take people's rights because it's for the collective betterment it, or whatever yeah, it's, and and it's, it's,
2: it's that collectivism that draws them to it sure I think, you know where they're like no you don't understand we can have a better society and it's like is a better society where you're not allowed to speak up against the people who imprison you, uh, destroy your planet every day, uh, pollute it with microplastics? Yeah, but you see, know, like, hold on.
3: Here's where you're wrong: is because if you're a racist, you should go to jail.
2: And and I I think racism is such a silly misnomer to like keep people distracted. Of course, that's it, the... it's it's just it it draws you away from the real issue. Like I I'm not. Let, let me get this straight. I'm not simplifying racism and saying that, like, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of racist people out there.
3: It plays into the moral superiority, But though.
2: it allows you to be distracted from the concept of, like, there is higher powers who don't even want you to get mad at – who be able to get mad at racism. Like, they like they don't – they don't even want you to have that much. Yeah. You know, they want you to shut the fuck up, work for capital, keep the machine moving, and be a good little drone. And that's where your real problems should lie.
3: That's why we have public schools. That's why yeah. we have
2: all that. Like, like, the Rockefeller system. I mean, come on, guys.
3: When you start looking at how it all connects, okay? We talk about the income tax. There is no law. Eight bucks still on the table to anyone yeah. who can please. show us the law. Send it
2: to the Patreon, please. Please. DM one of us on Instagram. Send it to hey, us. And
3: because people... Find that shit. But people smarter than me have tried to find it and have been unsuccessful. So I'm pretty confident in saying this. And
2: we're retards. <laughs> okay, but here's
3: here's how it all connects, though. Is like, you know, you look at something like, okay, the income tax. And people are psyoped into paying the income tax. And then you you ask people, like, are you comfortable paying your taxes? And a lot of cucks will say yes. Because they're like, oh, I like my public schools. I don't want to live in a, a, a country of stupid people. A, you already do. But B, here's, here's the kicker. Here's, yeah. The income tax, all it does out of all the money that they pull from all of us, not a single cent of it goes to any sort of public program. It all goes to the national debt. Yeah. All of it. The Our national debt is so... They Where, sold
2: us out a long time ago.
3: Th- I mean, I don't know how many other ways to say it. Yeah, exactly. they sold
2: us out a long fucking time and so ago. so
3: then you look at things like the public school system, okay, and then people are PSYOP. Well, my taxes and my local taxes and everything pays for that, right? Like, no, it's a business. Everything in Amer- America is a corporation. The states are corporations. Cities are corporations. Okay, the school is run by a school board, Okay, in a lot of places, some of them are elected, some of them aren't. The thing that is absolutely fucking crazy to me, though, is that people can't connect the dots of like, your money's worthless. They fucking take it from you anyway we'll while they're print printing it. Whatever it. they needed. Oh, and then the school that you fucking love so much that you think you're paying for, yeah. you're actually not. You're not. Those kids are getting indoctrinated by someone else's model, the Prussian school system, the German that the Rockefellers yeah, yeah. took, and yep. literally everything down to the bell that dismisses you to go to the next class and show up on time, or oh, you're you're two minutes late, you get a tardy slip, and you get punished for being literally two minutes late. Like yeah. all of that was literally to train people to be good factory. Workers, all of it. Yeah, and you need then to
2: show up on time and be there.
3: And then you wonder why people have a whitewashed version of history. You think really? they're shooting you straight in there? Never. You have. think? You think? Okay, even all our not even s- once. <laughs> it, it is, and it blows my mind that it, it goes that deep. It
2: really does go that deep, and it's it, it's literally the fabric of our reality. It, it honestly, guys, it goes that deep. Yeah, it's it's the fabric of your entire reality. Like you, you've grown up in a system that was engineered to not create functioning beautiful thought-provoking humans you were grew up in a system that was designed to create functional workers and and instill the collective you like support a collective that supports capital for these leeches at the top
3: and i think there are good teachers out there that have a good heart and i think there are People on an individual level that do amazing things with students. No. I mean, even for me, when I was teaching, like, there are children, or, that was weird. There
1: are (laughs) students
3: that stick out in my mind. They they weren't even children. I taught, like, high school and college, so it's not like that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah but like there are students that still stick out in my mind that like I remember like either after they graduated or I taught them in high school and then I taught them in college and I was kind of along through this process and like even just being able to help them through something like music or a rehearsal was teaching them life lessons and I feel like I actually affected people it's the human experience dude but at the end of the day I left because I realized I was powerless to the system Yeah, and no matter how many good eggs are out there even good cops no matter how many cops that would have run into that elementary school the cops that were there fucking didn't okay in the the school system we have it does not give a fuck how your kids turn out if anything it quashes creativity it tells them to conform to these modern fucking boxes that we want to put kids into a robot oh and now by the way that means like cutting their fucking dicks off okay yeah but like it goes that deep and people are so they like you said, man we're playing checkers while they're playing chess and like a lot of that is a uh, 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 social a lot of that is 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 media influenced a lot of that is money well, the, put into places well, where the, it, but it's all done shadowy that well, the, you don't know
2: well the average human so like some of our innocence before it's destroyed before you become like you and me you know from seeing the other side of the veil yeah you know and asking questions. You you approach with a level of innocence and a level of um, earnestness where you are like this, you know, like I am gonna I am going into society, I am functioning, like I am learning how to do things, but like the, the entire public school system, and thank God I didn't fall for the op, yeah, like the way they program you into going to college, assuming debt, like that is so toxic on its own level, like. Because a lot of those people, uh, 2008, we all remember the recession mm-hmm. and all that shit. And every, all these, pe- remember the biggest thing you knew, like out of a lot of your friends, was like, I got this degree and I literally can't get a job with it. Oh yeah, like they taught everybody that it was so necessary because it was the racket, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all racket that piles back to these peep, these same people at the top. You know, Klaus Schwab's been around for a long fucking time. W.E.F.'s been around for a long fucking time. But we're just now. But we're all just now becoming aware of them. Yes. And realizing that they are the people who are dominating our reality. they figured out the secret to keep us all down. And it's like it's so hard to sit here and kind of try to reach out to people because the system is presented in such a way that this is this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest op is like this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're supposed
3: to post the black square.
2: Yeah, you're supposed to sincere post about some shit that you see on the news because it crossed the news desk. And you need to be outraged about this mm-hmm. because, oh, this one guy on the Senate floor who did who did that whole dissertation and is still not going to do jack shit about anything. They just want you to vote for them so they can keep getting their kickbacks in their stocks. That's all it is at the end of the day. That guy who fucking said that shit yesterday. That was great acting. That wasn't sincere. I don't ca- – I- fuck him. That wasn't sincere. If a politician does anything, it's not sincere. It's for votes. And you need to look at it objectively that way. And that's the biggest problem I think people have, or at least the way I look at it, is that they don't look at politicians as grifters. Because yeah. that's what politicians are. They're grifters. Yeah, they're like preachers. Even AOC – AOC presented herself as the most sincere politician in the world. I think she got educated very well at uh, the CIA Academy or wherever she came from. Uh, whoever pumped her up to get to where she is, like these progressives uh, overtook the progressive movement, which had a lot of steam back when people like her got elected. Which I think there was a lot of good stuff in the progressive movement. I think some of their shit, their points are really dumb, like just kind of focusing in on certain groups and being like, we need to promote these people versus like. The idea of everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, I think I, like I said earlier, economic populism is I think what a lot of, and I I pull this from someone else that I've heard on their podcast, the fed post, go check those guys out. They're cool. Um, but the idea of economic populism where we as humans need to start worrying about our bottom line, all of us citizens, we need to start worrying about our bottom line. And I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm not a voter anymore as you aren't, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not voters anymore. But if we were, we need to be concerned with people who genuinely care about cutting something off for us. Yes. That's the big point. And that's why, like, like
3: the Trumps and the DeSantis. Because these people don't care about us. No. And the Trumps and the DeSantis. People in power don't
2: give a shit about you, me, or anyone else listening to this right now.
3: And that's how they got to where they are is because so many people are feeling how we're feeling. Yeah. Like, I think people are waking up, but they still...
2: It's the sick society symptom.
3: But they still are... They still think they can vote their way out of it, which is just a fallacy in itself. Yeah. But that's why... I mean, okay... People on CNN and all these journalists are always like Trump derangement syndrome and all this shit. And it's like, you guys created the conditions for someone like him when he comes out and says, I'm going to put America first. Why That's, do you think?
2: Yeah. Why do you think why so would, people flock to it? Why do you? Th- and, it,
3: and they didn't care about the pussy tweets or whatever the Nobody fuck he was saying about that shit. Yeah. Because they were
2: like, yo, here's a guy who actually got gas to w- something that like I could afford. I don't care about his morals. Like and, and that's like, when someone like that comes along, you're like, I don't give a shit about his morals.
3: If it's going to help my bottom if line. If it's going to
2: help me sure. at the end of the day, yeah. And and I think there could be a new breed of politician that could tap into that. But the problem is, is that it's so obsessed and so centered in the grift, you know? Yeah. Like, power corrupts absolutely. Classic Jones line, baby. That's Jones all day. Mm -hmm. That's bottom line Jones. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even he got fucking played by Trump. You know? Like, power always corrupts. What we need to look at is decentralized people. We need... Decentralization is just the mode of human thought at this point. Yeah. All of us, as humans, need to decentralize. Fuck the halls of power. We have to take care of each other. We have to be better about taking care of each other. We have to stop looking at dumb division lines like race and whatever the fuck else. I don't even care. I don't care if you're a tranny. I don't give a shit what the fuck you are. We need people who care about other people at the end of the day. Period. Because that's the only thing that's going to get us out of this and out of all these problems. Like, it's not going to. You picking your little side, wearing your little jersey, isn't going to change anything at the end of the day. You're only going to vote somebody into power who is stupid, who does bad things, who is in it for money. Every every single... I mean, I can't point to how many politicians since 2016 that have tried to like ride the Trump wave up or ride the progressive wave up who have turned out to just be more of the same. It's what they always are. And as humans, we need to either separate, like we always talk about on this show, separate and start working in your own community. You know, at the end of the day. Be better about caring about the people around you. You know? Yeah. Doing, like, real shit for them. Like, back in the day, depression... Let's look at depression times, mm-hmm. right? Depression times, everybody had a garden in their backyard. You had extra veggies, you gave them to your fucking neighbor. Uh, your neighbor had some excess, they gave it to you. People shared shit. Like, we've all... Like, media... And social media and all that stuff is designed to separate us all so much further mm-hmm. from, like, what real human connection is.
3: Yeah, I I specifically remember uh, I got in a little bit of trouble in college, caught a weed charge, and <laughs> the the school made me take, like, some weird, like fucking class about like weed abuse or something. i don't know it was weird
2: how but dare I'm, you how dare you abuse weed dude yeah it was fucking how dare crazy. you
3: <laughs> actually the lady did say something that was really funny to me she was like does anyone here have a think they have a smoking problem and like no one raised their hand <laughs> i got a
2: smoking problem bitch yo but then the <laughs> i very, love smoking weed <laughs> the, the
3: very next question she asked she goes how many of you have named your bongs and like ten people raise their hands. Is that a problem? No, like, no, no. What but fucking... what was funny to me though is just like she asked, Does anyone have a problem? No one raised their hand. She said, Who's named their bongs? And like half the room raised their hand, and she just like You're, looked.
2: All, you're all weed addicts. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, What the fuck is this boomer doing? Who like I the fuck if you smoke a plant. I mean, who gives a shit? So
3: I don't know how we got on the conversation, but I also the the only thing that I remember from that was uh this like Pakistani kid. And I can't remember how he got on the topic of it, but he was talking about like the differences in America versus where he comes from. And he said, the thing that like really fucking sticks out to me is that like, we live in like this city and we're like in, we're downtown with all these row homes. There's like hundreds of people on like a single block. And he said, and nobody knows anybody's name. And he said, where I come from in Pakistan, he said, Like you literally you you do not sit down to eat without checking on your neighbors and make sure they also have enough rice. Yeah, make sure everybody. He said like it was part. It was part of your routine to where like okay, it's part of our routine to like get on TikTok and watch silly dances and like sincere posts and shit like that. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, that's our daily routine. He said in Pakistan, he's like, bro, like we didn't eat. If we knew that our neighbor also yeah, like wasn't eating, yeah, the people next eating. door
2: didn't have food. Yeah, he's
3: like, if they're not eating, how can I sleep at night? No,
2: and that's kind of like the, that's like, uh, and I don't want to sound derogatory, but like that's the third world mentality that like has been lost from America because things are so bioly available. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can go to the store and just get food, we can go wherever, but like I think right now. We're about to enter hard times.
3: Well, it's because we've lost our detachment from it. When yeah. you look at those places, they're still so involved in their own cultivation. Like okay, even bread. Like we go to the store and get Wonder Bread. These they have like little babushkas who they sit at line, home.
2: They have lines at the bakery just to make sure that you get their bread that you need for the day. No,
3: what I'm saying in other countries, yeah. they have to mill their own wheat. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, exactly. No, there, there's yeah. no there is no bakery. Well, your grandma is the bakery. So what I'm saying is that people have lost so much of a connection with where their food comes from that it it creates this cyclical society w- we're talking w- about. Western
2: opulence, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, Western opulence. Yeah,
3: in your mind, you're, you're like, bro, I just go to the store. And it's like, no, when you actually know what goes into like, did you know asparagus takes like multiple years to grow? Yeah, it's like
2: two years or two and a half years or something. that's like, like a thing. luxury food and, yeah it and that's is like no and, and you could just go to kroger and pick some up
3: how many times like okay and you and i garden we know like dude yeah. even for me i planted six cucumber plants or seeds and, and some granted, of them died <laughs> yeah. uh, no almost all of them died yeah, because yeah, granted, yeah. virginia sucks and we had a f- way late frost than we should have Our
2: weather's fucked yeah
3: so i I goofed and planted a little early and I only had one cucumber survive out of that batch but it's one of those things where like when you know that's like oh I just planted six seeds and I'm hoping and I have faith that in you know three months from now this is gonna nourish me oh three weeks just went by and I lost ninety percent of my shit that's a little perspective of oh I can't always just go to the store no and so that whole yeah when six the hard t- when society, the hard
2: times come like we're gonna it's gonna be hard.
3: Yeah, and that whole six society thing of like we don't care if our neighbor eats because we're like, oh, that jag offs going to the store too.
2: Well You and know, that, and it's this whole even, thing even the symptom of like uh gardening is like a hobby for us. You know It's commodified. It's commodified, commodified it's, green. It's, yeah, like like I worked uh I worked at Home Depot for a little bit a few years ago, uh doing the plant nursery mm-hmm. and gardening's completely commodified, like that is people's – some people in other countries, that's their reality of how they get food. Like, if that doesn't work, they're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, here it's just like, oh, it's just a fun little hobby for city folk. Oh, put a couple planters out in the backyard. Yeah. Oh, you built some raised beds. Like – which is hey, by
3: the way, like not knocking you if you're if you're dipping your toes in, like no, you gotta do, start no, somewhere. Do your
2: thing, please. do your thing. Do no, I, I but anybody I see that what grows you mean, gardens, but like the idea is like it's a, it's kind of almost it's a, joke. a hobby. It's, it's a, a hobby here. It's yeah. like a joke, and, uh, and even it's even to the point where like I've seen cynical Twitter like posts where it's like, oh, I finally spent two hundred fifty dollars to grow uh, thirty dollars worth of vegetables in my fucking garden, and it's like. Yeah, but
3: like... Then you scale up, and
2: yeah, then you keep exactly, scaling up. Yeah.
3: Oh, and then by the way, you just spent $250 to make a raised bed. That's going to be there. You're not going to have to spend that exactly, next year. yeah, yeah. You know, and so people are, are psyoped by immediacy a lot too. And that's the thing, bro, I was talking with my buddy about how many people, okay, they passed weed laws in Virginia that you could grow up to four plants, and a lot of people rushed out and got all this gear. And then now you look on Craigslist... Everyone's selling their tent <laughs> because yeah. they did yeah. one batch, they fucked up, and then they're fucking millennial You're man. Like, this shit don't work. I can't this do this. I'll well. just keep buying it from a cartel. Yeah,
2: yeah, And it's like, bruh. So. Keep buying some Mexican bushweed Yeah,
3: people are like sigh out by the immediacy of things and efficiency. This is actually a big topic, and I meditate on this a lot the idea of efficiency. Let's go. In that. Uh, Efficiency is often equated with like the best. Like if we can have most efficient energy, if we can have the most efficient production line, if we can have the most efficient, you know, straight line to an end result, that's what capitalism does because at the end of the day, like that tweet, you don't want to spend $250 to get $30 worth of groceries, right? Sure. That's that's like anti-capitalist. Like that's not how the system can sustain itself.
2: <laughs> how dare you? <laughs>
3: But what I'm saying, when I say it's anti-capitalist, I mean capitalism can't sustain itself at a net loss at all. Kind of like our country in but
2: general. Yeah.
3: What What it is though is, uh, God damn, I keep getting lost. Efficiency. Keep talking, bro. Efficiency. Yeah. And I, I really have been meditating on efficiency, on that it's not it's it, human nature isn't, like, efficient. Like, we're messy people. We have complex thoughts sure. like you know sure. even even to get to like it's the okay. very
2: nature of being a human
3: but where i'm at now like wasn't me five years ago and if i wanted to be the most efficient little robot to just oh i'm gonna yeah. be a, the perfect adult at 18 and i'm this and i never change my views and i'm this and that yeah yeah and even in capitalism does that like i said you don't operate at a loss mm-hmm. it's it's illogical it's like, not it's an existential yeah, threat yeah. to the to the whole system that capitalism is based off of but that american psyop of efficiency is not always the best for the desired outcome because at the end of the day if we want to build community yeah dog you're gonna have some loss in the garden yeah you're gonna spend some money and not see your return for a while some
2: plants will die
3: but when you when you look at it from a community-based approach Decentralized, checking on your neighbors. Yeah, bro, I might be growing some tomatoes, but my guy up the road has some artichokes. So let's swap. And I've done the work to cultivate these tomatoes, and he's done the work to cultivate the artichoke. There's no medium of of like currency exchange. And it's it's like, here you go. It is what it is. You have what I need. I have what you need. And it sounds so basic, but like, it's not efficient from like the uber capitalist perspective of like, oh, well, I'm going to sell my shit because I'm going to sell my grow tent because my plants died and I wanted weed tomorrow. Oh, you mean these things take four months to fucking yield? I thought I could
2: do it. I thought I could do it tomorrow, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, what do
3: you mean I don't... and, and honestly, that's kind of why gardening is a hobby is because so many people try it and then they're like, oh, this is hard. This is, it's fun. And even for me, like I'll admit when I dip my toes in, like obviously you do it to try your hand and then it's one of those things of like, okay, I grew corn for the first time. And corn is actually like a low yield product, takes up a lot of space. What you get on that stalk is all you get for the season. Right. It's not like a tomato or pepper plant that you can pick and it'll keep producing. Right. So- You know, it's one of those things, but I did it and I made a a lotte and I did all this shit and I'm like, "Mm, this is the best tasting, whatever. But it was that kind of psyop of like a novelty. It was like a novelty that I was doing it at all. And not realizing the implication of, like, no, this is dharma. I'm doing something. You're producing your
2: own shit. Like, you're you're keeping yourself alive.
3: But it's dharmic in the sense that, like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the human thing. I'm growing my own food. You know, fuck the psyop. Fuck all that. It's like, at the end of the day, you should be doing it because it's the right thing to do for yourself for your immediate bottom line, for your family security, from a community perspective, i if I can... Bro, I caught like four or five catfish the other night, filleted them all up. Cooking for food, dude. But I only fried half of them, and I shoved the rest of the fillets in my the fridge. Freezer, yeah freezer, No, I put them in the fridge, and what? I'm looking at it, and I'm sitting, and I'm like, Bro, my neighbor gave me bean seeds, the ones that are growing out there. I'm like... I'm going to go bring her this fish. Yeah, here's some fish. And I knocked, and literally, it was, you know, she's not used to me knocking on her door, and I'm like, hey, sorry, I know this is kind of weird, but I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you asked me about fishing earlier. Do you like catfish? I actually have these. And she was like, she lit up. She was like, oh, my God, that's so sick. Like, that's cool. And, like... Those are the types of things like... That's
2: the real human experience. That's, right. That's the point of humanity.
3: And that wasn't efficient. That wasn't... me. The most efficient thing I could have done was go to Kroger, buy a fish, and then just drop it on her porch. But it, it was the thing of like, no, I caught this. I filleted it. I cultivated it. It comes with intent. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about like, oh, hey, maybe you'll enjoy this and it's better than going bad. <coughs> and, and that's the kind of shit that like makes community is actual action It's because we can sit here and and talk yeah all fucking night but you know what it takes me actually knocking on her door and handing her the fucking
2: fish well no and i i think a lot of like the current um like kind of ethos of humanity or at least the way it's projected through media is like and this goes back into the climate of fear stuff i brought up last week is that they cultivate this climate of fear through media and, like, what they push to us, that they don't even want us talking to our neighbors. They don't want us offering our neighbors food. They want you to be they, scared of they them, They want yeah. every single person... They, they It's uh, almost the, like, rugged individualism thing. Yeah. That's, like, an op on its own. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, an old American op. Like, that's an op. Like, rugged individualism is an op. Like, but so is so is grand
3: collectivism. Yes. No, it's no, it's where course. to find the balance. No, like, when you
2: talk, like... Uh, like communism level stuff, like that's dumb, I personally think. I mean, whatever. Some people may disagree with me. But like central planning is dumb as shit. But the idea of like going to your neighbor and being like, I have extra shit. Do you want this? Normalize you know? that. Normalize that, yes. that That is the number one behavior that you can start to improve society around you. And start with your neighbors. Start with the people around you. Don't even ask yourself a question of like, oh, is my neighbor a fucking libtard? Is my neighbor a Republican? Or Who are they going to think fuck? I'm weird? Like, or I could have gone over there. Fuck being weird. You know, That's the thing. Actually, I could have gone honestly, over there no. and she could have been
3: like, uh, oh, fuck catfish. But I'm fuck, like, at least I asked.
2: Not even fuck being weird. No, be weird. Get out of your comfort zone and go tell your neighbor like, hey, man. I got some extra fucking peppers. You want these fucking things? They're super hot. You like hot
3: shit? I yeah. like hot shit. Look,
2: I know this is weird. I'm knocking on your fucking door, but let's not make it weird anymore, right? Yeah, like that. You a- don't have to be like an autist and say that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's the idea. Like that's the concept right. of it. Is that like we need to start reaching out amongst ourselves because. The media that's pushed to us and the fear that is pushed to us and the constant trauma drip of the bullshit that the mainstream media pushes to you and politicians who grandstand and all these people, you being scared of the person next to you and you being scared to even reach out, that's what they want. They want you isolated. They want you weird. They want an ant colony of autists. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. People who can't. But the bad kind, yeah, the bad kind, not not the cool tism, not the not the fun guys who ask too many questions, yeah, the the bad ones who are scared to even interact with someone, you know, they want us all traumatized of each other. They want us all to think that the person next door to you could be the next shooter in the media, you know, that's what they want. And the biggest thing you can do is to reach out to the people around you, break out of this system, and start really extending your fingers to like try and be better. Like that. that At the end of the day, they love when you can't relate to other people. That's
3: when. That's when they win. Yeah,
2: they win when you can't relate to other people. They've. They've
3: successfully put the castle up around you.
2: Yes. Thank. I mean, bringing it full circle. Yes, sir. That's the castle. That's the castle is where you can't reach out to other people around you. Like the biggest thing they're scared of, and it's like it's such a simple analogy, but Bugs Life. You know, you remember the Cricket oh, Hopper? Yeah. Yep. Where he's like, there's tons of us, or there's only a couple of us, and there's few of them, you know?
3: There's and, more of them than us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but
2: they're scared of us, you know? And that's like, Bug's Life was a weird movie for me, because like, I watched it as an adult after I watched it as a kid. Have you, did you ever go back and revisit it's that one? It's literally
3: just standing up to
2: elites. Exactly. That's all it is. Hopper and his gang was the fucking elites, They extorted the people for food. They extorted them for resources. We are extorted every day by the people above us for food and resources. They tell us, oh, we're the benevolent people who manage it. You're allowed to have this much because we take this much. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that we simply, there's more of us and being human that's why they want to take the 2A baby that's why they, well that's why they're that's why they want to take 2A and 1A they're scared of it like, because they know that also more but of us you but them. also you said earlier the constitution doesn't fucking matter you're exactly right you said is- earlier it doesn't fucking matter
3: when I say it doesn't matter, it's that they're not playing by those rules. Which they is don't why, a- They
2: don't acknowledge it. Which is why
3: they're doing everything they can to get us. It's that consenting to evil. It's that letting it in your life. It's like if you vote for lo- your own demise. I love it.
2: Yes, sir. You're if right. You,
3: if you vote for your own demise, then it's like, whoa, I didn't do this, guys. Hey,
2: listen, baby. This is what you wanted. <laughs> Johnny Depp to Amber Heard. You consented. You know? When you took a shite. Yeah, you're cons- on my bed you consented disgusting <laughs>